Hi there, it's Amy Carlson, the Toxin Terminator, and I have had the privilege of working with Rachel Varga since I believe about July. Rachel and I met through a mastermind that we both belong to, and let me tell you, she has got the most beautiful skin I have ever seen from anyone. And if I was going to trust someone with my skincare and helping me develop that beautiful glow, that beautiful radiance from inside, it was going to be Rachel Varga. She is the walking example of doing exactly what she says. She's walking the walk and talking the talk. I was able to do a one-on-one -on -one consult with her, and I loved that she listened to my needs and my concern. As a plus 50-year-old woman, I knew that aging was something I needed to worry about. I knew that because of the things that I had done when I was younger, I certainly had been causing damage to my skin. And I also knew because of some of the products I had been previously using on my skin, I was also causing damage to my skin. She listened to my needs. She looked at what I had going on currently. And she also listened to my needs of wanting a more holistic approach to really taking care of my skin as I continue to age. And that was super important to me that she listened. Now I've been using her products now for at least the past 30 to 45 days. And I can see a huge difference already and know that there's still more forthcoming. I, I trust in the products that she has given me. I trust and the science behind what she does. And I trust in Rachel and I know you can too. Thank you. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm thrilled to have you joining me here today because in today's very serious podcast episode, we are going to talk about alcohol and the skin. What do you need to know? What are some alternatives? And how can you maybe make smarter choices if you are going to indulge? And then what to do afterwards to potentially speed up your detoxification? Now, first of all, I just want to be very open and honest that I had one of my acquaintances, we had a ladies lunch, it's actually a work lunch, and I hadn't seen her in a little while. And she very honestly shared with me that each evening she has two glasses of wine. She's got two young kids. She's a working professional. And she said that it's how she unwinds. She knows it's not good for her, but it's just, it's how she copes. She used this word cope that I found was really interesting. Uh, the other conversation I had recently, it was at a wedding and this young man uh, was actually asking me some questions about health stuff. And he knows I have a show and all this stuff. So it's really funny. Sometimes I'm at social events and I really don't want to talk shop. I just want to, you know, turn off that work mode, if you will. But I could tell that this gentleman was really 
genuinely interested in what I had to say about alcohol, foods, and being healthy because he's on a journey himself. You know, he kind of shot his liver by unfortunately drinking way too much in his younger years and is now on testosterone, hormone replacement therapy in his early 30s. Now, this is really young to be on HRT and you can't help but think that maybe the need for that was caused by imbalances from toxins growing up. Now, the good thing about the body is about every seven years, your cells are made renew. So every decision you make from here on out can be a positive decision, no matter what you've done in the past. I mean, obviously to certain degrees, right? And so it's funny, he was asking me about alcohol, this, you know, this other lady was asking me about alcohol. And then yesterday, I got asked again about alcohol on the skin. So, and I was doing some training for Joshua, some rejuvenation training, we spent the day, the day together online. And then I'm going to be doing some in clinic training for him to teach him how he can also provide his patients with my holistic science and beauty method. I love teaching. I have no qualms about sharing my strategies to help other practitioners support their patients in their rejuvenation journey. Um, Some practitioners don't like to share their secrets, but I am a teacher at heart and I love doing this work. He knows I live a really healthy lifestyle and my husband is an athlete. My husband doesn't drink, but he asked me, you know, every time I have alcohol, I noticed that within a couple of weeks, I have more breakouts and acne. So what do you know about alcohol on the skin? And how do you mitigate the damage and the toxic load of alcohol and still move through life and, you know, be social and, you know, all this stuff. It's almost like you have to have a cocktail to be socially and culturally accepted these days, which is very wrong. I'm not quite sure where this programming stemmed from. Probably stems from uh, consumerism as with everything, right? Being overdone with the lips and rejuvenation and, you know, the, the Kim K booty and all this stuff. There's just this huge push for consumerism in literally every single aspect of your life, whether that's rejuvenation and looking a certain way or, Um, looking a certain way with what you're consuming at social events to quote unquote fit in. Now we have lots of family members that don't drink alcohol or that are actually recovering alcoholics. So I actually really like mocktails right now and mocktails can be really tasty and they can also be really healthy for you too. And kind of like trick your body. It's like, you're having this amazing drink and it's enjoyable and you're still able to be social and keep your head on straight so you don't get too tipsy at certain events and behave how you shouldn't. So one of my favorite mocktails is actually from the Purium cleanse that I've done and I'm actually doing a second round of it right now because I just love the cleansing results that I got from it. I really needed to do a huge cleanse more than I realized. I'd never done a cleanse like this before and holy moly, if you're not cleansing, you are probably very likely having an overgrowth of things like yeast, fungi, toxins, organisms, and parasites. I don't know why we're not taught this stuff to cleanse at least every quarter, a couple times a year. It's really, really important. My skin is the best it's ever been. And it's definitely related to um, this 
like these serious cleanses that I'm doing. So one of them is obviously the Purium cleanse that you've heard me talk about here on the show before. And in that cleanse that you can get on my favorites page, by the way, there is a special link that gets you $100 off. And then when you use that link, it also helps to support the free content here on the show. So thank you in advance. But in the cleanse kit, I actually have my second box that I paid for and ordered myself. That's how much it's, that's how much I love it. But there's this tart cherry concentrate. It's called the apothecary. And what I'll do is I'll add that with some Pellegrino and I'll throw a couple ice cubes in that and serve it in a really nice uh, stemless wine glass. And I just went for a nice walk with my sister-in-law and she's like, oh, I'm really thirsty. I'm like, let me make you a mocktail. And I've served this drink a few times when I've had other friends over. Most of my friends actually don't drink or if they do, it's very infrequent. And this drink is a hit. The, the apothecary with like a Pellegrino or a you have to make sure that your water is in glass bottles, not plastic, by the way, but carbonated, mineralized, filtered water. I mean, you can do your own carbonated water at home as well, by the way, with like a CO2 canister. I think the Gazoz is an option, but I like that these ones are mineralized and it, it's just delicious. So what exactly does alcohol do to the skin? Well, alcohol is a straight up toxin and it impacts your liver. Your liver is one of your main detoxification organs as well as your skin. That's why sweating is so important every single day so that you're literally sweating out toxins. Sweating through your skin is one of the easiest ways to detox. So if you're having too much alcohol, if you're not living a clean lifestyle, you're not making good decisions every day and you're exposed to things, which I mean, granted in our in our uh, highly convenient consumer-driven lives, we're exposed to toxins in every single aspect of our lives. So we have to be really careful about this. We have to be careful to not overburden ourselves and add to this toxic bucket that we have because when that toxic bucket gets overfilled, it's going to tip over and then you're going to have health stuff. So there's that. So we want to care for our liver. We want to be really nice to that organ that sits in the upper right quadrant of your abdomen. Now, the funny thing is I'm pretty sure I had liver fluke parasites in my liver uh, that actually I was able to get rid of with the the cleansing that I'm doing because I'm doing a few cleanses actually because every now and again, I'd have some pretty tremendous upper right quadrant pain and I didn't know what it was. I thought maybe it could have been like a rib thing from car crashes, but come to think of it, I think it was probably parasites in my liver called liver flukes. Um, you can get these organisms. One in two of you listening are going to have parasites. It's just kind of how it is. Uh, people are traveling all over the world. If you eat greens and walk barefoot outside, you're going to accumulate them. So I highly recommend that you reduce your alcohol intake and you do regular cleansing to keep your liver happy and healthy so that you don't have things and like these little organisms jamming up in your hepatic portal system. So that is how your liver gets blood flow and and blood is responsible for carrying oxygen and nutrients to all of the tissues of your body, right? The skin's the largest organ, hello. And the blood is also responsible for carrying away things like CO2, carbon dioxide, and also toxins. So we need to make sure that your blood is healthy. And to get healthy blood, you want to make sure that you are limiting your exposure to electromagnetics. You're also not consuming too much sugar as well. That's a huge contributing factor to um, messing with your blood. There's so many things to know, but just basically purify your air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and do regular cleansing. I would say every month, at least every quarter, that will be a great place to start. 
So how alcohol and the skin, kind of like how that relationship plays out is if you have a little bit of a binge weekend or you're going to like a wedding and there's, you know, pre-wedding, the wedding, the after wedding or whatever, right? We tend to have more social events in the summer and in the holiday season. Now, what I want you to consider is if you're going to have alcohol, go for dry farm wines. You can purchase dry farm wines at my favorites page at rachelvarga.ca. There's a special affiliate link there and a promo code that helps us support the free content here on the show. And also you can get a a bottle for a penny. Now dry farm wines is my number one go-to wine brand because it's third-party independent lab tested. It doesn't have all these junk ingredients added. Commercial wine and commercial beer are probably some of the worst things that you could be consuming. So I was at an event recently and what they were serving and providing with the drink tickets, you know, when you go to events, sometimes you get these drink tickets, whatever. If I drink that wine, if I had one glass, I would have pretty much an instant headache. I wouldn't like how I felt and alcohol, certain types of alcohol, uh, I find they make me a little bit more masculine and I kind of have to watch that because I'm a natural tomboy. I know I'm blonde. You probably think I'm like the stereotypical blonde thing, but you know, don't be fooled. I know when to get down and dirty and be practical and also when to, you know, flip that professional switch, if you will. Now, you have to consider that alcohol kind of gets the nickname spirits. I remember seeing this actually around like the prohibition time. And I just don't understand why having a drink is culturally acceptable. It's almost like not having a drink and having a cocktail should be more culturally acceptable. And it is actually, in fact, more culturally acceptable in the health circles, the biohacking circles. So at these different health events I go to, they serve dry farm wines, low alcohol content. You can really keep your head on straight, keep your wits about you so that you really are showing up as your most purest, truest version. Um, Because we've all had those instances where we may have had a little too much one night and, you know, we behave in a way that we might regret. So, you know, we just have to think about this stuff. We have to think about why we might be wanting to consume alcohol. Are we trying to cope with something? Are we trying to fit in and be social? And also to consider how you're, how you feel after alcohol. How I feel after different types of alcohol is very interesting. Uh, so I do have some specific recommendations, dry farm wine being the number one recommendation. If you're going to have alcohol, go for that one. It's super clean. It's really low alcohol content. And after that, I would go for like a French or an Italian organic type of wine. I do have WSET level one training, which is a type of professional sommelier training. No, I couldn't like work in a restaurant and be a som or anything like that, but I do understand wine and I find this um, world very interesting. So different countries have different agriculture practices and use different pesticides or don't use different pesticides. So for the most part, organic French and Italian wines are, are going to be your best bets. Now, the other thing is the concept of import versus commercial beer. Now I tend to do better with a Guinness, for example. And if I have more than two, I do not feel great. So, you know, keep that limited. But to be honest, a stout beer in the Guinness format actually has lower calories than say a lighter beer from North America. And I, it's just something to do with the ingredients. I just, I feel great with Guinness. 
Um, the other type of alcohol that doesn't seem to make me feel awful or make me behave in a way that is untoward and not ladylike, whatever, is actually champagne. And we're not talking about Prosecco. Prosecco is um, basically like any type of winemaker is usually doing a Prosecco. And what I find out about Prosecco is I've actually had one of the worst hangovers I've ever had in my life from Prosecco. And it was even an organic Prosecco. I think it was uh, actually, I think it was a French Prosecco too, but it's just like really high sugar content. So when you go for a actual champagne, which is coming from France, this is not Prosecco. Prosecco and champagne are different. Now, champagne is definitely a little bit more costly. So if you're getting a glass of champagne somewhere, it's going to be the equivalent of buying a bottle of wine from the store. But if you are wanting to have something that's yummy and something that's social, a little bit cleaner, I would go for the champagne and just don't get like three or four glasses of it. Maybe get one or two. And I just always feel a little bit more ladylike, a little bit more elegant when I have champagne. I think it's also in the the glass that it's served in itself. It comes in like a proper champagne glass. There's a couple of different types of champagne glasses. Uh, you have like the, the sort of like skinny flutes, if you will. And some of them are a little bit of a smaller looking glass compared to like a traditional wine glass. Just depends where you are and what types of champagne glasses they, they're serving. And when you're drinking this, you want to drink it. You want to hold it from the stem and you want to ensure that you are drinking your beverage. If you're wearing lipstick from the same spot on the glass and you're holding it at the stem so that it's not warming up your beverage. So I can't stand it when I see, well, it's not that I can't stand it. It's just when you are holding a wine glass and you're holding it from the actual like body of the glass itself and not the stem, you're also getting your fingerprints on it and you're warming up your beverage and it just doesn't look quite as proper as holding your champagne glass and your wine glass from the stem. So just some things to think about there. But ideally, if you can go for a mocktail instead, so say, for example, you want to have something refreshing, go for a Pellegrino, go for a carbonated mineral water. That's a great option. I've really been enjoying the Organifi products as well, and I've actually served those as mocktails to friends and family also for, you know, some friends and family that they just don't want alcohol or they just... Uh, don't drink it at all or they've made the decision not to because they overdid it in the past and they went to one extreme and went way far down that rabbit hole uh, with alcoholism and now they're uh, not wanting to have anything to do with it. So the Organifi superfood uh, juice powders are delicious with water and ice. You could definitely make that as a mocktail and it's also really good for you but also the Purium Apothecary is fabulous and you can get all the things and products I talk about here on my favorites page. I have things on the favorites page that I use and that I pre-vet so you can rest assured knowing that I stand by those recommendations and I'm constantly updating, adapting, and evolving what's on my favorites page. So some of the things you'll notice if you go on a bit of a bender 
with alcohol and this the same thing actually goes with foods that maybe you're consuming more butter uh, low quality cooking oils more sugar more flour more gluten than you're typically used to in your daily routine you are going to notice these changes within a few days after the fact and i would say even up to about two weeks so after the holidays, having the treats, I'm, I'm a baker in the holidays. I bake like hundreds of cookies and give them away as gifts. But, you know, I'm dipping into the dough and making sure that it's tasting good and obviously wanting to test the product. And what I always notice with my skin is about a couple of days after that to two weeks, I definitely have an uptick in breakouts. So... That is one of my skin caveats is uh, I can be a little bit acne prone if I'm not careful with what I'm eating, drinking, and how I'm living. But for the most part, I can manage that with just good, healthy choices and using really good products. So basically, alcohol impacts your liver. It impacts your hormones. And with that hormone uh, dysregulation, For ladies, when you have the changes with your estrogen, it's almost like your collagen just like goes bye-bye overnight. And we already experienced this from the ages of 37 to 41. So the last thing we want to do is speed up that process and deplete our natural collagen and elastin by our hormones being off. So think about this, please, and be cognizant of this, please. When you are toxic your liver will be taxed and your hormones will be impacted and your skin will show that you are inflamed and toxic. So some of the other things that happen in the skin when you are inflamed and toxic is your eyes will look a little bit darker. They may look also a little bit more red. They also may be a little bit more edematous. And this is kind of like what inflammation in the face looks like. When I see someone and they present to me, I can tell they're inflamed. They're going through something. Maybe they even have an autoimmune condition that's flaring up, which usually will flare up if they've been exposed to something and that toxic bucket gets a little bit too full and then tips over. And then we see it in the skin. And to be honest, the skin is almost like a little bit of like a late warning system because it does take time for inflammation to show itself on the skin, there's going to be some internal things that are happening much faster. So if you're noticing redness, puffiness, darkness around the eyes, you're also maybe noticing some redness to the corners of the nose and on the cheeks. Those are very clear signs of inflammation. Okay, so one of my favorite supplements, and I'm pretty sure this is always going to be a staple of mine. So I'm going to drop it in this episode. This is the anti-aging and dermal formula that you can get on my e-store at rachelbarka.ca. Just go to the store page and just search anti-aging and dermal formula. These are uh, the supplements I go to, to, and I actually did a research study on this because, you know, I have a hard time believing claims sometimes. So the company said, hey, Rachel, can you do a study for this with our product? And you're going to be doing it alongside Dr. Corey Goldberg, who's a a very well-respected plastic surgeon on the other side of the country. And then we want you to present your findings to international doctors. And uh, it's going to be translated in five languages. You up for that? Oh, heck yeah. Sign me up. So I did a six to eight week study. He did a three week study. We had no non-responders. Everyone across the board had less redness and darkness to the eyes, less puffiness to the eyes. So dark circles under the eyes were even improved. 
and less diffuse redness of the cheeks, the corners of the nose, less pigmentation. So sunspots and age spots, those actually started to fade quite quickly. Fewer breakouts as well as fine lines and wrinkles appeared less deep in three weeks. And I did my study in six to eight weeks. And if I had assessed everybody at three weeks, I probably would have still seen the same thing. So it's just really nice when you, I actually have something I work with that I take it all the time myself. And I see clinically the improvements. And I've been working with, you know, this specific brand um, since 2011. And uh, it's a staple in my diet. So some of the other ways that I'll mitigate, if I want to have a cocktail or two, I'm not like, no, I'm never having alcohol again, but I don't have alcohol very frequently. So if I do, I feel it. So that's why I have to be very careful to go for a champagne or a Guinness or some type of third-party super clean lab-tested wine, like dry farm wines, or if I'm in a pinch and none of those are available, an organic French and Italian wine and only stick with the glass, okay? I can actually tolerate um, more champagne than I thought I could and actually still feel fine. I really can't do more than like two glasses Guinness, but that's just me. And I really recommend that you start to observe how you feel after cocktails. And I don't want to um, recommend like hard liquor mixed with mixes because I know with Prosecco, I feel super ill after like, like we're talking like the worst hangover ever and not a good time. <laughs> and I also don't like how I behave on it too. And uh, so basically just, just avoid that stuff. <laughs> um, avoid the mixes because as soon as you add the mixes with hard liquor, you're adding sugars, you're adding artificial dyes and flavorings and who knows what else. So I don't recommend going for cocktails and mixes and things like that. I recommend going for more just like, okay, you're ordering this and there's no opportunity for other things to be added to it. So you have a little bit more quality control, if you will. So one of the things that I'll do is if I've had a few cocktails in the evening, I will take a charcoal binder then I will also take my antioxidant and dermal formula and then my regular evening supplements, like for example, the Benesom, which is a melatonin magnesium supplement. Uh, the BioOptimizers Magnesium Breakthrough is also a great option. You can get that. You can get BioOptimizers on my favorites page and the Benesom on my e-store. I love those ones. And then I'll take my other supplements as well for inflammation. There's a few other ones that I take too. Uh, SPM Active that you can get on my e-store too. Uh, it's just like lots of omegas. And I find when I do that, I wake up like fresh as can be the next day. Even after a big event, I had a couple glasses of champagne, more than I usually do throughout the whole day. And the next day, zero hangover. In fact, I did this drill. Uh, my husband has these blaze pods and they're these things that light up. And my husband's a pro athlete, keep in mind. And my reaction times with the hands and the feet for these lights that you tap and it's all kind of random and things like that. I was faster than he was. Now that's saying something after having more champagne than I've ever had in my life at wedding evening and feeling sharp, not feeling hungover and all that stuff. So those are some recommendations I have for alcohol. And I'm just going to sum it up here for you. 
Avoid it if you can, because alcohol is a full-on toxin for your liver. Your liver detoxifies toxins in your body, so be nice to it. And your liver is also responsible for hormone metabolism. Your skin will suffer a couple of days, up to two weeks after you've had a little bit of a bender or a binge of having more cocktails or foods that you don't normally have that will play out in your skin it's just going to happen no matter how good you are with your skincare but of course i can make skin recommendations so that when you do get a breakout you can manage it and make it go away quickly and then you don't get the annoying redness afterwards so go for mocktails the black tart cherry from the purium cleanse mixed with carbonated mineral water with ice is fabulous the organifi superfood juice powders are out of this world delicious and they're super good for you and then if you are going to have the next closest um mocktail versus like super clean wine with really low alcohol and no other commercial wine ingredients dry farm wines is the one to do then you could maybe go for like a guinness or a champagne Avoid things like the commercial wines and avoid things like the Proseccos and avoid things like hard liquor with drink mixes. So I hope that that was really helpful. A couple of options there, depending on where you are. If you have no alcohol, if you like to occasionally have some alcohol, or if you're going to have alcohol and you want options that are easily available, the ones to go for. Now that's just me. That's just kind of how I feel with certain things. That's also my palette preferences and it might be different for you so if you find that you do well with say tequila 100% agave tequila that's also one of the cleanest alcohols out there uh, I used to be okay with that but you know I had one of those a couple months ago even just one uh, in the afternoon in the sun such sunshine on the weekend it's kind of nice uh, but then I just felt like garbage afterwards. So tequila is no longer one of my favorites, but that is also considered one of the cleaner options. But then you're putting something with it. And even then, I think I did mineral water, carbonated mineral water and like a splash of pineapple juice or something, but it just doesn't agree with me anymore. So I really want you to listen to your body. If you consume something on a beverage or food type, if you consume something that you then start to sneeze within 15 minutes, for example. I do that with orange juice and it's related to the histamines. If you consume something and then within about five, 15 minutes, you start to like sneeze, there's something you're reacting to from a histamine level, okay? And you wanna keep your histamines down. If you want good skin, if you don't want headaches, if you don't want brain fog, you have to keep your histamines down. That also includes not eating foods that have been prepared uh, over 24 hours, like leftovers over 24 hours, they really start to create a bunch of histamines. And I've had to do a lot of work with that in my diet to help reduce headaches that I've, I've been plagued with for the last couple of years that I never had before. And those were unfortunately related to, to car crashes. So that is why I pay such close attention to how I live and how I eat so that I am not in pain and miserable and unhappy and not showing up as my truest version. I don't just, you know, live this way for, for ish and giggles. It's like, I literally have to, otherwise I feel awful and I hurt and I'll be cranky and I won't be able to get what I need to do done and enjoy life. So when you make small decisions every single day, you're always making decisions. We make probably thousands of decisions in a day. 
make decisions that are in your highest good. And you don't have to explain yourself to others. Say you're at an event and you're going for a mocktail and right away when as a lady at an event and you're not having alcohol, they all, all, everybody assumes, are you pregnant? And be like, no, I just like, I don't want to drink. I want to have a mocktail instead. There's always mineral sparkling water available. And that's really nice and refreshing too. And, you know, have a little lime or lemon on there. However, I will give you a little bit of a warning. Most of the times those bar limes and lemons aren't washed very well and pesticides are found on the rinds. So if you're going to do a lemon water, I want you to actually remove the peels because the peels trap a lot of pesticides and then just like squeeze the lemon in the drink and get rid of the bar lime or lemon. Not to mention there's like lots of fingers and stuff like that. Like bartenders, they take your money and then they touch your straw and then they make your drink and put your lemon in and all this stuff. So uh, I do not put those things in my beverages, not only for that, but primarily for the pesticides. And if you're, if you're serving like a nice lemon water or a nice, uh, if you're maybe even making some type of sangria as a, uh, a beverage, you can actually do kind of like a quasi mocktail option with dry farm wines, really low alcohol content and uh, doesn't have any toxins in it. Aside from like a little bit of alcohol, which is inherently a toxin, just make sure you're removing the orange peels if you're making something like that. All right. But there's also something else that you can do with orange peels if you boil them and all that stuff. Uh, you can actually make your own specific chemical compound that can be really helpful and supportive. Of course, what I talk about here on the show is not medical advice. It's educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. You are simply tuning in here to get these little hits and insights and nuggets of wisdom to help you be your most beautiful, high vibe and radiant self. How can we navigate this world in the meat suit body that we're given and look our best and feel our best? How can we have the energy to crush life, take names and have beautiful interactions with ourselves and other people, places and things? How can we make an impact in the world? And how can we enjoy this life? It's all about finding joy, finding what lights you up, do things that challenge you. Upcoming episode on being a rebel and living a little dangerously. Thank you, David, for the uh, podcast topic request. I'm going to be sharing how I live a little bit dangerously in an upcoming show. So that's going to be fun. Let me know if you enjoyed today's episode. Send me an email, info at rachelvarga.ca. Or I also want to hear some of your questions uh, mocktail and other types of preferences too. I'm always curious. I, I learned so much from my clients. Also, if you haven't yet had the pleasure of booking a one-on-one -on -one with me where I can help save you thousands of dollars on your skin and rejuvenation journey, I warmly invite you to use promo code podcast 15 and book your call with me at rachelvarga.ca. Let's sit down together. Let's have a one-on-one -on -one session. We can discuss your skin goals, your values, your budget, your lifestyle, what you're currently doing, where you want to end up, and then I will help to supply the at-home and the in-clinic plan just for you, as well as giving you that ongoing guidance. Also, skin camp, summer skin camp is happening now. I'm only doing one round of summer skin camp this season. I usually do two, but I'm only doing one. 
So register now at summerskincamp.com and that is where I show all my tutorials. So facial gua sha, cleansing your face, putting your moisturizer on, using your antioxidant serum, your sunscreen, your makeup, hair care tutorials, my dermal rolling demos, and where I really get into the weeds on how we can optimize our biohacking practices for slowing skin aging, improving our cellular health, and how to how I organize my hair, skin, nail supplements and all that stuff. I literally take you behind the curtain in my world, in my washroom. You literally see me put my products on and all that stuff. You get that more off the cuff version because obviously I'm not gonna share all my secrets for free here on the podcast, but this is where you tune in to get some really great almost daily nuggets of free insights. If you want something else that's free, I warmly invite you to download my nine keys or nine steps to healthy skin and slowing cellular aging, which you can download at rachelvarga.ca slash slow aging. That's also going to give you access to my rejuvenation planning guide and a few other free downloads to help you get started with wherever you are at now and at least optimize, help to optimize with the products you're already using just to use them in a little bit more of an optimized way. And then that's also kind of like going to dip your toes into the water of optimizing your biohacking at home, purifying your air, water, lighting, and electromagnetics, and also cleansing. So that's a free download. Definitely get your hands on that. Be sure to subscribe to the show. Share this episode with a friend or family member that is maybe also on another journey like you for leveling up your body, mind, spirit, energy, getting to a higher vibratory state as a human, becoming more radiant, and thus helping you become your best version for not only now, for many more years to come. Stay high vibe, stay radiant, stay beautiful, my friends. And I will see you back here on the Rachel Varga podcast.